My name is Eleanor Crawford. My friends call me Elle and I am so happy to be back in podcast land. The last episode I recorded was the end of April 2021 and since then I have been silent on the airwaves because I've been going through a property settlement and divorce and I was just treading gently and honouring the process and respecting my situation and so it has been a long time and I've been thinking about getting back onto my podcast for so long and then my beautiful mentor Claire just said to me just do it because I was waiting to have a name have an intro have a soundtrack all of the things and she said let's just get it started and get done and so here I am episode one of season four (laughs) But you couldn't really call season three a season because uh, there was only a few episodes before I went into hiatus. But I am thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to be back and I cannot wait to to share my gems, my experiences, my lessons over the last 12 months and to help you with the, you know, with the dance of life. That's what I think it is, the dance of life that we have to participate in sometimes we're busting our butt doing a foxtrot and other times we're doing a beautiful cruisy waltz and then there's lots of dances in between but my whole approach and purpose and focus is to help women gain more emotional balance and freedom in their life and it has been a hard slog for me to get to that point and I've probably done more of that in the last 12 months than I had in the last 10 years before that but it has been an absolutely amazing path and I've loved every minute whether it was challenging or full of abundance and gratitude and happiness I wouldn't swap it for the world so I hope you may have listened to a few of my other episodes the podcast started out being called heart to heart and then it changed to empowering you And then for a little while, since last April to now, it was called The Divorce Coach because that was the direction that I had gone down to help women who were experiencing divorce or separation or who wanted to leave a marriage or relationship or who wanted to work out if they wanted to stay in a marriage or relationship. I was their girl. Um, However, I was also going through a marriage separation and divorce And it was my third one. So I sort of thought, well, I'm pretty good at this stuff, you know, and I can help other women do it. But what happened was that as time went by, I felt less aligned with that because I felt like the perception from the externally was that I was pro-divorce. And I definitely am not pro-divorce. If I could change my divorce history, I would, um, but I can't. And every marriage that I have been in has taught me invaluable lessons about myself and about life and about psychology, about mindset, about human nature and all of the things. And that is what gives me the depth as a coach and as a speaker are my experiences. So for about eight months, I was marketing myself as the divorce coach, I was still doing exactly pretty much the same coaching as I have always done and do now, but 
my niche, as they call it, was for women who are in that space, in the divorce space. And even though you would think that I would be run off my feet with clients, I wasn't. And I think the reason was because my energy wasn't actually really aligned to that niche, even though I was fully in that, in that circle myself, that's not really what I'm about. I want to help women be autonomous and independent and have strong boundaries and be emotionally balanced and aware and really know that they can step into their life with empowerment. And so it was really interesting because the other night Facebook brought up a memory of me speaking a year ago, uh, doing a live a year ago, and it was just before I launched a course called Four Weeks to a More Empowered You, and I was talking about more empowerment and how that comes about, and I had just graduated from becoming a master NLP practitioner, and I was talking all about how we how we perceive the world and how we can live a cause or effect and all these beautiful um, learnings that I've had. And what I realised when I was re-watching this a year later was I've actually come full circle. I had gone and deviated down this other path that I thought was right for me and it turned out it wasn't. And that came about in January. I was, I, January was a really interesting month for me. It was the 20th anniversary of losing my Chloe. And, you know, in one moment that feels like yesterday, in another moment it feels like an eternity. It's a very surreal experience. But 20 years without my daughter, and that pretty much sucks. I was going through some other stuff during the time as well um, to do with, you know, my emotional journey on in through my divorce and separation. And... I just felt really isolated and overwhelmed and I would get these spurts of energy and action where I would decide to put on all these events to help women who are in a divorce space and setting them and, and scheduling them was fine but it was when I went to actually promote them and and really put it out there that things just started to stall for me and I felt so overwhelmed and I felt like I wasn't doing justice to anything. So this, I had this epiphany that I needed to simplify my life, simplify my business. And so I closed all that part of my business down and I didn't have much response, reaction really on a negative on a negative. Um, aspect like I didn't really get depressed or upset that I had closed down part of my business I was just feeling lighter and I was feeling more space and in more flow and it was the right decision for me so here I am back again Eleanor Crawford as I said not sure what this podcast is going to be called and there will be some tweaking and there will be some production, professional production going forward. But right now, it's important that I reclaim my voice and actually speak about the things that I'm passionate about and, and find where my purpose lies, right? So I really want to help women. And I'm going to tell you something. It was a year ago today 
that I decided to leave my third marriage on my 55th birthday. So today is my birthday. I'm 56. But on my 55th birthday, I decided to leave my marriage of five years to a man who was absolutely a great guy, like very, very nice man, well-credentialised, great family, very um, helpful and did a lot around our home and supported me and did everything right, like did everything right. But I was slowly wilting away and I knew that I wasn't following my heart. And But it took me, it took me all of about six months to give myself permission to make that decision because my whole head was filled with what would everyone else think? I even had had a discussion with one of my brothers when I said that I was unhappy. And he said, well, you don't want a third divorce, do you? And I said, well, no, of course I don't. Well, let's get back and working at it. And I did that for another six months. But in the end, I knew that I had to follow my heart. I was, I was in pain, physical pain, emotional pain, and I felt really stuck. And then on my birthday last year, I woke up in the morning and made the decision that I needed to leave this marriage for me and for my relationship with my son who lived with us because um, I felt like I was losing him as well. So it was a very interesting time and that, that is the reason why I have been silent on the airwaves since the end of April. In fact, I didn't even announce my separation on my podcast. I just put it into hiatus and was quiet. But now it's time, as I said, for me to reclaim my voice and to talk to women about how you can be more emotionally balanced and emotionally free. Like how good does that sound? Being emotionally free, and I will say, I'll say that that term, emotionally, emotional freedom, although it doesn't mean that that's 100% of the time, right? But when things go awry and the emotions come up, I will be providing you with the tools and the resources so that you know what to do in those times so that you can bring yourself back to balance. It is the most liberating and freeing way to live. And it doesn't mean that you have to be single. You can do it very, very ably in a relationship. But what is the most important relationship to me to help you with is your relationship with yourself. Because all your other relationships outside of you are a reflection of your relationship with yourself. So your worthiness is reflected in what you attract into your life. You can't attract things into your life that is above your level of worthiness. You can only attract things in that is below or equal to. So when you start to work on your self-worth, your self-acceptance, have compassion and kindness for yourself, your self-love, my goodness me, that's when your results in your life start to change. And I am an example of that. My life in the last 12 months has been interesting. It has been challenging it has been liberating it's been full of adventure and most of all it has just brought me back to me like actually 
the woman, the essence of the woman that I am, it has uncovered her again, or maybe even discovered her, because I'm not sure I ever had. I think that I was always distracted by things external to me, and you may relate to this. You know, it was another boyfriend or another husband in my case, or a new car or new clothes or drinking alcohol or scrolling on on phones, you know, whatever that might be, online shopping, all of that stuff was for me a distraction from actually listening to my heart and feeling my feelings. And so it has been so liberating to understand that because you can't you can't change things without awareness and so when you don't understand why that is happening in your life or why you are repeating these patterns of behavior that you feel like don't serve you so if you don't understand and have the awareness as to why you do that well, then you can't change it so it's taken me a lot of years to come to that point where now I have that awareness and I hope that by coming back to the podcast and sharing my learnings and lessons with you that that might really help you actually build that awareness as well big lessons in the last year well there have been lots but I suppose the biggest one that has really like informed the direction that I went in was to listen to my heart like really get quiet and listen to my heart one of the ways that I do that is is through meditation I've never really been very consistent at meditation but for the last year I've been consistently meditating morning and night now I use a guided meditation a Joe Dr Joe Dispenza meditation a morning and evening meditation I absolutely love what he stands for what he teaches if you don't know who Dr Joe Dispenza is go check him out he's a physicist and everything that he talks about is based on science so it is very mystical and spiritual but it's all scientifically based which for me is works with my brain works really well it's not such a it's a leap of faith but it's a faith in something that's verifiable so he's wonderful so the meditation has really helped me quieten my mind so that I can listen to my heart because we all know that when we are making a decision if it feels heavy then it's our heart telling us it's not the right decision but if it feels light then we're making the right decision sometimes we get so dulled in our feelings that we can't differentiate between what is light and what is dark or light and heavy so I think that's really important, the meditation, the quiet time, the mindfulness, just being still and really tuning into what the essence of you wants. That has been the biggest lesson for me. Now, I had spent the last two years in a mentor group called The Sisterhood, and it was all about making heart-driven action in your life. And I thought I was doing it, but I really wasn't. It really didn't come to full, um, full circle and full acceptance of me of how I was listening to my heart until I gave myself permission to do that because my logical mind was saying you can't you can't leave this marriage you know you've my dad was talking to me saying you've made your bed you need to lie in it all these things were coming through but my heart was saying you're unhappy <laughs> and I wasn't listening to her and so then 
things happen in your body when you don't listen to her. You know, things happen, dysfunction, disease, ill health, pain, all of those things happen in your body because your body stores your emotions. And when you don't express and acknowledge your emotions, then it stores it. And the only way the body can communicate those emotions is by, you know, throwing you a function or dysfunction. So it took a long while for me to get there. I don't want it to take 55 years or 54 years for you to get to a point where you can actually really listen to yourself. If you can do that much earlier in your life, you're going to get better results and live a happier life much sooner. So that was one of my biggest lessons. The other one um, was that so, that, so that lesson I've written down is surrender to your heart whispers. So really surrender to it. Um, forcing doesn't work. So if you think that something might be a good idea, but it doesn't flow and you force it, it still will not work. You've really just got to, you know, cut your losses. It's a good idea. Maybe it would work another time, but right now it's not. So cut your losses and go with the flow. And that's really life's flow is where it all is um got to tune in so tune into yourself and find the courage you know we all get so sorry that sounds like a generalization but we can get so caught up with playing small and putting more emphasis on what other people think of us rather than what we think of our own selves so we're okay we can think shit things about ourselves as long as other people think that we're great but we can continue feeling feeling shit things about ourselves the idea is that we need to feel great things about ourselves compassionate kind you know abundant things about ourselves and then if other people think shit things about us it's none of our business it's really about our relationship with ourselves, which is what I'm coming back to from earlier our relationship with ourselves is loving based on loving ourselves compassion kindness and edification. Now, I don't know if you know that word, edification, but it means um, to, to lift up, to lift ourselves up. And our opinion of, of ourselves is the only thing that really matters. Anyone else's opinion doesn't matter. And that is a really big lesson in life because we all get so caught up with what other people think of us. And, and you know, sometimes that creeps in again, but it's just about bringing yourself back to you. What do I really think? That's my only, the only opinion that matters. Setting boundaries, that's huge. Saying no when, when I want to say no, instead of saying yes, but really wanting to say no, but saying yes because I'm worried about what the other person would think or letting them down, whatever it is, but setting boundaries around things that are really important. Now, that just doesn't mean saying yes or no, but that means that if you have your values and someone wants to tread all over your values and they're stepping over your boundary, then you're not going to feel good about anything. So you need to really set strong boundaries about how you feel and just be honest, you know, just I'm sorry, I, that's not acceptable behaviour for me. So bye, see you later, next. <laughs> so setting boundaries is really important. Um, and the simplification, simplifying your life. We are so caught up in this consumer lifestyle where we have to have everything new. And don't get me wrong, I love a good gadget. I just bought a new uh, tablet for my work and I absolutely love a good gadget. But I'm trying to simplify what I need and want because in the end, you know, what's going to happen is my kids are going to have to sift through all this crap. 
and what are they going to do with it all so it's just about keeping it simple and I think the last two years have taught us the real yin and yang of that you know I think online shopping has just gone mental since since you know COVID started and on the other hand we're sort of been we need to also simplify our life so that we don't you know so that we don't become oh I don't want to I don't really know how to say that so so that we don't become victims of consumerism and that you know we can live quite simply but we tend to want to make everything more complicated than it needs to be and I think COVID has shown the real duality in that so my intention and goal is to live a bit more simply it doesn't mean that I don't like nice things it just means that I'm trying to cut the excess excess out of my life so that's important and then also with my business to to really focus on what I'm good at and what I'm good at is coaching women through their emotional imbalances and roller coasters so that's what I'm really focusing on this year being simply being a wonderful coach to women Um, and just because you might follow someone on social media or in life that is doing really well for themselves and they seem to be successful and doing all the right things. It doesn't mean that the methods of methods that they are using are going to suit you. Uh, and I think that that's really important. It's not just one way. You don't have to do business a certain way or life a certain way. You do it the way that suits you and what your heart wants. And I think that that is one of the biggest lessons too. I got a bit caught up with um, having someone on a pedestal and wanting to do it exactly the same way and it didn't suit me because we're two different unique people. How could it? So that has been really important lesson for me as well. So those lessons have sat beautifully with me over the last, um, well, what are we talking? We're talking almost 11 months since I've put my last podcast episode out. That is a big hiatus, isn't it? And those lessons have taught me lots and I'm in a place now where I feel very balanced and very autonomous and free. Like freedom is one of my biggest values because I feel like our own personal freedom has been, you know, given a big nudge over the last couple of years and it's really important that we can be the people that we want to be, live the way we want to live, um, you know, providing our morals and values are are good which mine are so it's been a massive year I deviated from being an empowerment coach to being the divorce coach and back to being an emotional balance coach my podcast went on hiatus for nine months to 11 months sorry 11 months my goodness Um, nine months is more like a birth of a podcast Um, and uh, my son and I are happily living in this in the beachside suburbs of Adelaide and just loving life. I've got some big goals that I want to achieve this year and I'm working towards them diligently. And one of the first things I wanted to do was to relaunch my podcast. Now you'll see this, as I said, change, ebb and flow over the next couple of months as I put more more investment, both time and money into it to get some help and support so that it's really professional and schmick. And also a name will start to evolve organically. I don't want to name it just for the hell of it. I actually want to name it and feel aligned and really happy about it. 
So this is just my welcome back podcast episode. I really haven't gone into too much um, te- you know, teaching or lessons or speaking about any topics. I just wanted to say I'm back. I'm really excited to be back. You can hear the smile in my voice. Uh, I'm so excited to be back and being with you. Um, you know, I'm not sure what the schedule will be, but hopefully as I become more proficient and get some more support, it'll be weekly podcasts and I'll be back with you every week. It's been absolutely a blessing and a surprise that even even during this last 11 months that there have been downloads of the my previous episodes of the podcast. So that is super cool. I know that people are still listening. So here I am, Eleanor Crawford. That's my name. That's my full name. My friends call me Elle. I am a mother of four. I am a grandmother of three. I am a single woman building a business with flow, space, you know, action, all the beautiful things by helping women become more emotionally balanced and emotionally free in their own lives. It just lights me up when I see the results that they are achieving and that the changes that they're making. And I know that what I am doing is so purposeful and full of such, you know, positive intention that I'm super excited to help women. I'll be back again very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening. And, you know, maybe next time I might have an intro and an outro. Who knows? (laughs) But for now, done is better than not done. And messy is better than not done. And I am just so happy to be back. So thank you so much for listening. And I will be back again really soon. Lots of love from me to you.